Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This past week we celebrated the Epiphany, the baptism of Christ in the Jordan by St. John, and then the day after we celebrated the feast of St. John the Baptist. Now St. John the Baptist is a wild-looking guy. He really is a saint for our time. And in iconography, you find him depicted in ever more wild and more ascetic uh, depictions. And he is depicted behind the Paniya and Christ most often. He is one of the two, one of the three human beings that appear in the iconography in the dome of the celestial liturgy. And that is, of course, Christ as the offering, the Virgin Mary and St. John the Baptist. He was uniquely set aside and called to his mission from a very early age, and let's say so early that it was even in the womb. We know the story when uh, the Virgin Mary visited Elizabeth, and he heard her voice. Elizabeth says, the babe leaped in my womb that he recognized the master even at that age. He was a Nazarene, that is, he was set aside for service to God. He didn't drink alcohol, he ate locusts and honey, he dwelt in the desert. He was an ascetic person. But he played a profound role in the life of the church because he was the forerunner. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight the paths of the Lord. So he prepared the Jewish people to receive the Messiah. And he was preaching in the wilderness. He was wild, but he was not crazy. He was obviously very attractive because many people came out to talk to him and they came out to be baptized by him. Even Herod, his eventual executioner, enjoyed his long conversations with St. John. So his calling was very unique. And in that calling, he lived a very ascetic life. He was very detached from the world and focused on one thing, and that was on serving God and making God visible through his preaching. He was also, as we see in the gospel, very obedient to God. He recognized Jesus when he was coming to him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And he also said of himself, I must decrease, but he must increase. And I am not worthy to untie his sandal. There's one who is coming after me. He was not a man that was after fame or fortune. He is often depicted in the icons with angels' wings because he lived as if he had no body. And he was a messenger of the Lord. He had a message for all of humanity. So for these reasons, we consider John something very unique in the history of the church, but really a saint for our time by his dedication, by his detachment from the world, by his sole focus on making God accessible for people 
he played a great role in the life of the church. He was a bit of a radical. He was a bit of a rebel, but not in a bad way, in a way that really set him apart from people. And it's not that he was not a joyful person. His life did come to an untimely end when he was arrested uh, by Herod. And that we read in the gospel passage today, that Jesus had heard that he was arrested and he was put in prison. And that was because of Herodias' wife, or of Herod's wife Herodias, is actually his brother's wife, and they had married illegally, and John was pointing that out to them, something we don't like to do. We don't like to make waves these days. But John was one that was focused on the truth and not so worried about consequences. Now, looking at his life, we might think that it came to a tragic end, an abrupt and short end, and it did. He died shortly after baptizing Christ, being put in prison, and Herodias uh, got her revenge for criticizing her marriage to Herod, um, and he was, she asked for his head on a platter, and he was beheaded. Uh, but while he was in prison, he sent the apostles to Jesus and said, Are you the one, or should we expect another? And this is a an insightful sort of uh, um, note that they include in the Gospels. Was John doubting? Was John uncertain? Was John saying it for our benefit? Or is it just the ontological reality of people incarnate? Because people saw Jesus, they saw his work, but not everyone believed. Not everyone saw the Son of God. Some people just saw Jesus, the son of Joseph, the carpenter. So John gave a powerful testimony to G about Jesus, saying, truly, this is the Son of God who came into the world to save sinners. Now, John is, uh, he is one who says, Jesus must increase, but I must decrease. But the church honors John by, as I said, including him in the dome. We include him as the last of the Old Testament prophets, uh, to the right of Christ, and in every service that we celebrate, we commemorate St. John the Baptist just behind the bodiless powers and just ahead of the apostles. St. John is mentioned and commemorated. But it is his detachment that makes him a man, a saint for our time. He had such a relationship to the world that... He only took what he needed. He wasn't concerned about his physical well-being beyond the point of sustaining himself and keeping himself alive. Not many people are called to that level of asceticism, but we are all called to obedience. We're all called to have Christ as the first in our life and to listen to obey. And this is most evident in John's, uh, when Christ came to him be baptized, he said, I should be baptized by you. Now, a fundamentalist or a zealot or someone over-scrupulous, as we saw with St. Peter who said, when Christ said, I need to wash your feet, he says, no, 
you will never wash my feet. And Christ says, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part in me. And then Peter goes to the opposite extreme. Not my feet, my whole body and my head. But we see in John a balanced response. And this is a response that each of us can take for our life. When something comes to us that seems out of our expectations or seems to turn things upside down and on their head as in John baptizing the Messiah, John said, Thy will be done. Be it as you wish. He didn't stand up for his understanding of the order of things, but rather in everything he submitted to God. So even though perhaps we cannot reach the heights of St. John in terms of ascetical living, at least we can struggle to be detached, to be detached from worldly cares, that is, accumulation of things and money and position and power, those are all things that John had. He had influence. He had fame. Everyone knew of him. But he didn't lose his perspective. He kept his perspective by saying, there is one who comes that is greater than I, who's the thong of his sandal I'm not worthy to untie. So he didn't lose his mind, but he kept focused on Christ. And so each of us can take that away of his example of his witness to Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.